Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The foreclosure mess is picking up steam. All those stories of banks faking the paperwork. The Justice Department is looking into fraud. The White House is involved. So today on the broadcast, the paper trail of who did what to whom. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Constant Contact Event Marketing, working to help small businesses and nonprofits make their events easier with event registration and marketing tools. ConstantContact.com. And by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1 800 Progressive and Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Thursday today. This one is the 7th of October. Good to have you with us. You don't usually see this happening when the president's party controls Congress, but the White House said today the president is not going to sign a bill that both the House and the Senate have passed. The legislation in question would have required state courts to recognize foreclosure documents that were notarized in other states. That would basically have made it harder to challenge foreclosures when the documents were put together out of state, as is often the case these days. That development, in turn, brings us to a four-letter word you may not have heard of before, even if you might somehow be tied into it. The word is MERS, the Mortgage Electronic Registration System. It was set up to make mortgages easier to track, but has wound up doing quite the opposite, as Marketplace's Jeremy Hobson reports. Back in the day, mortgages were as simple as a piece of paper. They were official, legal documents passed around based on who owned the loan. But back in 1997, the mortgage industry got together and came up with a new idea. Guy Sakala of Inside Mortgage Finance says the idea was... Come up with an electronic registry system for mortgage documents so we could trade mortgages more easily and we wouldn't have any question about who owned the mortgage and all the paperwork associated with it. That system made trading mortgage investments, as well as slicing and dicing them, as easy as buying and selling stocks. No more going through the county clerk when the loan changed hands. Sakala says today, more than half of the nation's mortgages are registered in the MERS system. By and large, the system has worked quite well up until now. But now, since everyone and his brother is going through foreclosure, MERS has become a target for homeowners looking for reasons why their foreclosure notices are invalid. Some state courts have sided with homeowners and ruled that MERS doesn't have the authority to foreclose on a home because they say it doesn't officially own the loan. Mortgage industry analyst Thomas LaMalfa of TSL Consulting says if MERS's role is in doubt... It would create a real problem because it would raise questions about the foreclosure process um, as well as about uh, foreclosures that have taken place. That, he says, could drag out foreclosures for months and even years, prolonging the work of stitching the housing market back together. I would think that there'd be just myriad legal challenges. And that, analysts say, could have a serious impact on the health of the nation's largest banks, who service many of these mortgages. But Guy Sakala says when it comes to the lawsuits... We're not talking about foreclosures that shouldn't have been initiated. We're talking about foreclosures that aren't being handled properly. In other words, with or without MERS, our housing market remains in a whole lot of trouble. In New York, I'm Jeremy Hobson for Marketplace. 
We learned today what some companies are doing with the piles of cash they're sitting on. I'll give you a little hint here. They are not hiring more people. They're buying back their own stock. A new report says almost twice as many companies bought their own shares this year as compared to last year. Hiring? That's just going to have to wait. Janet Babin reports. This whole hire, don't hire thing is a classic catch-22. Analyst Jeff Rubin with Barini Associates says people aren't buying because they're worried about having a job. And companies won't hire because people aren't buying. The demand has to come first. And right now you're seeing a, a tepid pace of that demand. But in order to get demand, I need a job. Well, to get demand, I need it's back and forth. Rubin says companies squeezed more productivity out of fewer workers during the recession. So they're happy to put off new hires and instead do things like use their cash to buy back stock. That reduces the number of shares on the market, making them more valuable. And that makes the company more attractive to investors. But there are many theories.